Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. The Many Crowns of Our Savior. Let us read from Revelation chapter 19, and we will start at verse 11 and go all the way up to verse 16. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who was riding it is called Faithful and True, which means trustworthy, loyal, incorruptible, steady. And in righteousness he judges and wages war on the rebellious nations. His eyes are a flame of fire, and on his head are many royal crowns, and he has a name inscribed on him, which no one knows or understands except himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, dressed in fine linen, dazzling white and clean, followed him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, his word, with which he may strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron." and he will tread the winepress of the fierce wrath of God the Almighty in judgment of the rebellious world. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name inscribed, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Father, I pray this day that through the Holy Spirit you will help me and inspire me that every word will come from your throne, Lord, I mean, who am I, O Heavenly Father, to speak about the glory and the victory of your Son, O Lord, who is King over all and Lord over all. And Lord, I pray as I will bring this message about the many crowns of our Savior, that it will come into the hearts of those that are listening and that it will strengthen them and inspire them, Lord, that they will rise up today and Lord, that they will not live under that yoke of the enemy anymore because Jesus had victory over every enemy, Lord. I thank you for this this day, and I just ask you, Lord, that you will touch the hearts of those that are listening in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I want to speak especially about this little part in verse 12 where it says, and on his head, were many royal crowns. Do you know who we are talking about today? We are talking about Jesus Christ, our Savior, your Savior, my Savior. And we are talking about the crowns on his head, the head that was once in infancy and reclined upon the bosom of Mary, the head of him who walked in complete obedience, the head that became a fountain of tears, the head that had sweat coming in drops of blood, the head that was spat upon, the head whose hair was plucked, the head which at the last agony of death cried out, it is finished, the head that slept in the grave, and the head that rose out of the grave, the head that will live forevermore, and the head that suffered more than any man, but is now crowned with many crowns. Oh, when I think of that head, when I think of Jesus, our head, when I think what he suffered and what he paid 
the price he paid in such agony and pain. Oh, and how he went into that grave, but how he came out victoriously. You know, today I just want to praise him and worship him. Oh, I tell you, during this message, there will be many moments that I just want to praise him and shout it out in joy because of the victory that Jesus had and that victory also on our behalf. But you know, I also think, who am I? And how could I explain this heavenly glory? You know, I have not yet heard the celestial song. If I be honest to you, I'm just speechless. And I'm just in awe at this glorious vision. I am overwhelmed by the grandeur of it all. You know, I just feel so helpless today. But I pray and I ask you, pray for me, that the Holy Spirit may help me to utter a few words which he can apply to your soul today. Today we look with the divine aid of the Holy Ghost upon the glorious crowns and diadems of our Lord and King. I've divided it in three sections, the crowns of his dominion, the crowns of victory, which he won in many terrible battle, and number three, the crowns of thanksgiving, with which the church and his people have delighted to crown his wondrous head. Let us start with the crowns of dominion. Or if you see Jesus today as he sits on the throne of his father, oh, then I ask you rejoice when you think of this vision, when you see the many crowns of dominion upon his head. He has the everlasting diadem being the king of heaven. Oh, that's right there on his head. You know, the angels are his. Cherubim and seraphim, they continually praise him. They delight to fly and carry his commands to the most distant world. You know, he has but to speak and it is done. Oh, he reigns in majesty. They drink and they delight in the light that comes out of his eyes. They borrow glory from his majesty and they veil their faces as they draw near to him. They delight to bow before him, singing, Worthy, worthy is he that was slain and has redeemed all of mankind from their sins by his blood. Oh, honor, glory, majesty, power, dominion, and might be unto him that sits on the throne forever and ever. And glory, I just want to join those angels in heaven today and say, oh, all honor, glory, majesty, power, dominion, and praise and might be unto him who sits on the throne forever and ever because he has redeemed me from my sins by his blood that he shed for me on Calvary's cross. You know, the ancients, they were accustomed to divide heaven and earth and hell into devised monarchies, and each were allotted their own distinct kings. But let me tell you today, and the Bible gives all the proof for this, Christ, he is Lord over all. Oh, don't think he's just the Lord in heaven or the king of heaven. He is also king of this world, and he is even king of hell. Yes, what do I mean with that? Well, he wears that iron crown of hell because even in hell, Christ reigns supreme. Oh, it's not only in the dazzling brightness of heaven, but also in the black 
unpenetrable darkness of hell that his omnipotence is felt. His sovereignty is acknowledged right there. The chains that bind the damned spirits are the chains of his strength. There is no power in hell besides his power. Oh, the devils, they know this. The demons, they know this. Oh, they are so afraid of him because he is supremely above them and reigns over them. Oh, he even chains that great dragon, oh, that old snake. Oh, I tell you, he gives him some room, some liberty. But you know, he keeps him within his limits because the chain is in his hand. Yes, the Lord, he rules even over the devil. Oh, that makes me so happy and gives me so much peace today to know that the devil cannot do everything he wants to do. No, even in the book of Job, you read this, that the devil says, well, Lord, I cannot touch him because you are surrounding him. You are keeping me at a distance. And then the Lord only permits him to go up to a certain point. And you know, I know the same is true for you and for me, my friend, that the devil, he cannot do everything he would like to do because he is in chains and the Lord is holding on to that chain, keeping him at bay, keeping him at a distance. And you know, whatever room he gives the devil, you know, the Lord knows that there's more power in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So don't be afraid of him or his attacks because the Lord is with you and he that is with you is greater than him who is against you. And he has given you victory. Oh, he has crushed the head of Satan. Oh, he is already that defeated devil. He is already that defeated enemy. Oh, it's not that he still has to be defeated. He already is defeated. Upon the cross, Jesus crushed his head. And today I want you to shout out and say, the devil is defeated in my life. I have the victory in Jesus' power and in Jesus' name because of the blood that was shed for me. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Jesus' empire is higher than the highest heaven, but it's also lower than the lowest hell. And you know, even the earth is part of his domain. Oh, even though the earth is small in comparison, I tell you, Jesus is king of the earth. He wears that crown, that diadem in heaven. He wears that iron crown in hell. And he also wears that crown here on this earth that he is Lord over the earth. Maybe you think when you look around, Lord, if you are Lord, if you are king, then what's happening to this world? The devil is going to and throw. He is that lion that's going about roaring, seeking whom he can devour. And we see his terrible work around us. Oh, man is making a mess of it. We see it all around us. But you know, the Lord, he is king over all and he is coming and he will make all things brand new when he sits down and reigns over all. But you know, it is already his. The glory of this world is already his. Without him, nothing was made. You know, he is the king of creation. That's one of the crowns on his head, being the king of creation. The stars in the heavens, the mountains, the cattle upon a thousand hills, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea. Oh, I tell you, it is all there because it was created through him. The Bible says in 
the book of John, that all things that are, they are there because they were created through him, and nothing is there without being created through him. I mean, they would not exist if not being created through him. All that is, is through him, because he wears that crown, being king of creation. But he's not just the king of creation. He also wears the crown of providence. All things are upheld by the word of his power. Everything would cease to be if it were not for the continual outgoing of his strength. The earth would die. The sun would grow dim. I tell you, nature would sink away if Christ did not supply it with perpetual strength. He sends the howling blast of winter. He breathes the breath of spring. He ripens the fruits. He brings the harvest. I tell you, the heart of the great universe, it beats because it beats by his power and through his power and because of his power. He upholds all the stars. He knows them by name, billions of stars. He knows them all by name. He keeps them all in their place. Every planet, every star, everything that floats around in space, it's all in the orbit in which he set it, and it keeps in that orbit because he has set it to be in that way. He wears the crown of providence. But you know, our mighty Lord and Savior, he also wears the crown of grace. Oh, I love this one, the crown of grace upon his head. Remember, we are talking about the many crowns of our Savior. You know, the crown of grace, grace flows because of him. He gives it or he withholds it. He has the key of heaven. When he opens the door, no man can shut it. And when he shuts the door, no man can open it. Oh, I tell you, he knocks on the stubborn hearts of man. And through him, a people is gathered that no man can count who will stand before the throne of God and bow before the scepter of his love. It's all because of the grace that flows from Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Let us for a moment praise him Today, I want to ask you, if possible, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, I acknowledge that crown of grace upon your head. I acknowledge that you are the king of grace, that grace flows because of you. It flows through you. The love of God could never reach me if it was not because of the grace found in Jesus Christ, who became my substitute and my sacrifice and who paid the price that all the blessings of heaven could come into my life. Oh, I acknowledge today it is because of you and only because of you and in no other or in no other way could this reach me, all these blessings of heaven, if it was not because of the grace that came from you. Oh, I sing holy, 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 holy is he who has the keys of heaven and who even has the keys of hell and of death and who rules supremely forevermore. Oh, you know, if Christ has all these many crowns of dominion, how vain for me to rebel against him. And I would like to speak a few words to all those that rebel against Christ. So many countries, nations, 
leaders and lay people, they are rebelling against the Lord. They want to have nothing to do with God or with his son or the Holy Spirit. And they are against him like a Saul of Tarsus. You know, they would like to uh, uh, spit upon the ministers. They would like to persecute those who follow Christ. They would like to burn them if they could. They want to make the gospel to be vanished of this world, of this earth. They don't want any preaching of Christ or the cross. And they are such enemies of the cross. And they come so against the preaching of the cross and the preaching of Christ. But, you know, let me tell you something. I'm speaking to all those enemies of Christ, all those enemies of the cross. Let me tell you something today. You have undertaken a battle in which you are certain of defeat. You will never succeed. Oh, I tell you, lift up your puny fist, your puny hand against the king of kings. And I tell you, you will not succeed. No, you will be shattered. Oh, just like the waves that are shattered on the cliffs. So you will be shattered on the rock of ages. You know, you can say, let us break his power over us. Let us cast away his cords from us. You know, you can rebel against him in any which way that you feel you can. But you know what I hear? I hear Jehovah. I hear the Lord God Almighty laughing at you. And he says, oh, come, all you enemies of Christ. Come with all your vehement force and you will be broken into pieces because, you know, he rules. Christ rules and the scepter is in his hand and he sits upon the throne and I tell you, you will be made to feel his power one day. One day you will feel that awesome power. And I just pity you. And I would wish that you would come to repentance today. Oh, I would wish that all the leaders of the world would come to repentance today. All those dictators who are fighting against Christ and the gospel, who don't want to allow that gospel to come into their nation Oh, I would like to ask, repent you, repent this day and bow before the King of kings and the Lord of glory because he is coming as we just read in Revelation. He is coming and he will judge and he will rule. Oh, how much better for you to bow down right now and to ask him, oh, that he, because of his mighty grace and because of his victory upon the cross, would forgive you of your sins and give you the love of the Father. Oh, I would wish, I would pray, I would ask, oh, Heavenly Father, work in those hearts of all those that rebel against you, because you know the day will come that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ, he is Lord, he is Lord, hallelujah. I also want to speak to you, my dear listener, Oh, is there some area of your life that you have not committed unto him yet this day? Oh, he is the Lord of all. Oh, how vain it is for you or for me to keep rebelling against him or to fight against him. Let's surrender to him, not only in part, but let us surrender fully and wholly unto the Lord God Almighty, unto his Son, Jesus Christ, who is wearing all these many crowns. And let us also give our crown to him to wear as a crown of victory that he conquered our heart, that he conquered our soul. 
Oh, that we gave ourselves to him, not because of his awesome power, but because of his awesome love and because of his awesome goodness, that he had victory over us through the force of his love and his goodness and through the forgiveness that we have in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, I pray today, oh, that all fear and doubt would leave our heart, that we will not live under the yoke of the enemy any longer. Lord, as we have surrendered ourselves to you, so all our enemies have been made as a footstool under our feet. Yes, you said that we could tread upon snakes and upon scorpions. You have given us the victory. It is in your victory that we stand. It is in your power that we stand and move forward. Lord, the devil cannot rise against us and have victory because, Lord, he is also a subject unto you. You reign also over him. Hallelujah. And, Lord, he has not all the freedom in our life. Oh, no, Lord, you have limited him. And, Lord, he has no more power over us because we are the children of God Almighty through the grace that we have received in your Son. Oh, today I just pray, Lord, as we have committed and surrendered ourselves to you, that all these other things of this world will come under our feet, Lord, that we will rise above them in the mighty power and mighty name of Jesus Christ through the blood, hallelujah, that had victory over all. I thank you, Lord, that you will continue to work in our life and in our heart, and that we will rise up, Lord, to walk as your children and no longer as the slaves that we were when we were living bound by sin. We have been set free, hallelujah, and now today we walk as royalty. We walk as your children, as your son, as your daughter. We are priests, Lord, before your countenance, and we thank you for this grace that we have received in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 